Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome on board. WKOK's live telephone talk show, On the Mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe McGranahan has been preparing for 12 hours to be on this show. Testing, one, two, three. Oh, you turned my mic on today. How about that? Oh, I did? Oh, it was an accident. Must have been a mistake, right? It was on from yesterday. <laughs> Never turned off from yesterday. Sorry. Okay. But, uh, hey. All right. Joe McGranahan is here, mayor of Shemokin Dam. Let's see. Head of Global Volcanic Response. And so we... Well, actually, you might get called out though. You want a job that doesn't involve any getting called out. How about volcanic response in Pennsylvania? Well, we could have a volcano. You'll have to mention we could. <laughs> yeah, we could. Where? I don't know. We'll find one. Hmm. I don't think I don't think we'll Pennsylvania has one. any volcanoes. Any except at science fairs statewide from time to time. But uh, anyway, okay. So that is Joe and uh, CSVT task force chair. He portrays a uh, ultra conservative on the radio, but uh, is a, a somewhat of a natural born listener as much as you can get through his Fox funnels. So. <laughs> How's that for a description? Well, we'd have to dynamite through your MSNBC funnels. <laughs> no, that's not true. I don't have funnels from MSNBC. I only have one. What CNN is on the other side. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Actually, strangely enough, I don't listen to either of them really hardly at all anymore, but that's another topic. All right, 1-800. I portray a labor, so liberal. So Ms. Reed in one ear and Jake Trapper in the other. I'd say you're in big trouble. <laughs> well, you have Joy Reed. Tucker Carlton in one ear and Sean Hannity in the other, and no, that's I don't, bad. No, I don't watch either one of them. Well, then why are we even doing this? Why don't we concede that we don't have any funnels? <laughs> well, I have certain biases, as you have. I'm sorry, that I was getting the story ready here to talk about, and oh, the story. it has audio with it as well. We have the story. All right, we to be continued. Yes, we All right, so that's Joe and I. That's who we are and who we aren't. On the other side of the glass is Mr. Kevin Hur. He's a good, groggy participant in our show, so we always help appreciate his help. He's our producer, and he'll make sure that if you call our number, you'll get on the radio. So, uh, yeah, to give him a buzz. one 800 is our telephone number. You can call that toll-free and participate in our conversation. Uh, yesterday we had a few conversations about uh, Katani Brown-Jackson, the attorney who hopes to be on the U.S. Supreme well, she's Court. She's a judge. She's actually a, a judge right. already. No, no she wants to there. be a justice. Right. Okay. And so that's who we're talking about. And uh, we had some other good conversations, uh, too. Some folks are still concerned about individuals who are transgender uh, gaining a foothold, but at the same time not necessarily uh, being... Uh, making a fair playing field for athletes. So we've certainly talked about that on this show. Maybe there's another topic you'd like to discuss. One of our listeners sent us a note about a straw poll that was conducted by Senator Gordner. I saw this the other day, so it's kind of out there. And it would probably not surprise you to find out that uh, the constituencies of most of central Pennsylvania is not in lockstep with what Harrisburg's interested in doing. So uh, we can 
talk a little bit about that. Uh, 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarkatwkok.com and text us at 70236. Include the keyword uh, OTM if you send that text to us. I like this email from EB. Um, it just shows the love people on the left have for diversity and for differences of opinion. It says, yesterday's confirmation hearing for Katanji Jackson Brown proved once again what a clown show the GOP has become. Racist imbeciles like Ted Cruz and insurrectionist Josh Hawley clearly loved having a publicly acceptable cover to pointlessly harass a woman of color, and they took advantage of it. Two entitled, underqualified men attacking an overqualified black woman. Their antics were embarrassing. And what was up with the Republicans' obsession with child pornography? <laughs> they sure did want to talk about it a lot. Then again, considering the Republicans had child molester Dennis Hastert as a Speaker of the House for eight years, have accused child sex trafficker Matt Gates in the party, and have elevated sexual assault denier Jim Jordan to a position of prominence, I guess is no surprise. Maybe GOP stands for gang of perverts. Between this That's and two funny. GOP members recently speaking at a white nationalist conference, I honestly don't know how any decent person can be a Republican in this day and age. But hey, conservative values. Well, don't forget about the Putin love, E.B., <laughs> this idea that Putin's a genius. Well, you talk about somebody who's got a funnel stuck somewhere in his posterior, I think. Uh, this is the case of that. You know, n- no fault for the Democrats. Bill Clinton never existed. Well, this he, is he just was the accused. other side of the coin, Joe. I mean, he he, no, he, he probably could point out the faulty Democrats. He never does. Well, never does. Well, that's, that's fine. He, I think he's trying to squelch your, your viewpoints that you put on this show. But here's what, what really galls me. You know, the, the Democrats, uh, the media, the mainstream media, and I sent you this story this morning. It was too long to cut and paste, as I normally do for you. Um, but the, the Democrats and the people on the left continue to refer to the Kavanaugh hearing and a credible charge against him. Hmm. He did not have a credible charge against him. Christine Blasey Form was unable to produce collaborating witnesses or evidence for her claim, couldn't say when or where the attack happened, couldn't prove she and Kavanaugh had ever met. Nevertheless, she was widely supported in the press and by Democrats while Republicans and conservative media cried foul and said Kavanaugh was getting railroaded. And he was. You know, there's no fairness or balance here at all. I think Justice uh, Judge Brown is certainly well qualified for the job. You know, I might not like her political opinions. I might not like the way she's going to vote, but she is eminently qualified for the position. I think Joe Biden did her a tremendous disservice by saying he was going to appoint a qualified black woman because she may well be one of the most qualified candidates out there. I don't like her sentencing, the things that she did there. I think the Republicans were quite justified in asking her to justify how she could go against prevailing norms in sentencing, especially for crimes like child uh, child molesting or child pornography. I think Ben Sass, not Ben Sass, scratch that, but uh, uh, Ted Cruz and Corn and the rest of them just be clown themselves again. The funny thing is, I, I just wonder, how does Ted Cruz go home to his wife at night and say, hey, honey, I really attacked foolishly and embarrassingly a black woman today. You should have been there. What, what was what was so <laughs> foolish about what he asked Oh, her? my God. But just asking the same over and over Because he didn't get an about, answer. 
As I said he yesterday, got, this lady is the artful dodger. Asked and answered twenty times, literally twenty times. But she well, didn't answer. Ask, she be didn't a, answer. She does. She says, "Look, we follow the congressional guidelines that were given to the federal courts." But she didn't. She did too. She under, that's under almost sentenced. a direct quote from her. She under sentenced. That's what they were asking about. Her response was, "You can't judge a judge's performance by a single case." Okay. He was asking a specific Joe, question about a specific case, and she could have given a specific answer. She points to six factors that go into sentencing. Now, Ted Cruz has two factors go into sentencing. That's a recommendation from a prosecutor and a recommendation from uh, what the guidelines call for. Right, and both of which were stronger than what she did. Now, every time she listed the other four factors, you list the other four factors because she listed them every time. I'm looking at the two that are right here in front of us, Right, the one I, we're talking right, about. Right, yeah, Ted Cruz If you want to lift the other four, go ahead. Well, no, I don't need to. I'm just telling you that every time she said, look, the Congre- Congress has given us a series of a half a dozen things that we look at. Every time I look at all of those, including the probation guidelines, which uh, she said that uh, individuals can look at if they uh, are able to. But uh, there's other factors involved. That's I'm all. Not and she asked that. that every single time. But here's here's you what know, the I would have said. The of the case <laughs> is part of it. You, you always say to me, I tell people what they should have said. She could have said, I Hold on. <laughs> what they should have said. Go ahead. <laughs> She should have said something very simple like, look, I considered the specifics of this case. In my judgment, the sentence I imposed was just. You know, you may disagree with it, but that was my decision. That's what she said the third time. All right, but that is a quote from her the third time he, she was asked yesterday. I don't believe I heard that. If okay, she said well, it, I don't got to listen to more of these hearings than just the Fox clips. <laughs> I wasn't watching Fox clips. I was right. watching uh, C-SPAN. And I think you missed the point of E.B. E.B.'s real comment here is, uh, my impression of his comment is that, you know, you Republicans say you have the moral high ground, yet you think Putin is a genius. You think Who you says have Putin's the, a genius? What Republican is saying Putin's The head of the Republican genius? Party. And when did he say it? After the invasion, or is this something he said long ago? Uh, it was right before the invasion, or maybe right afterward. Okay. Okay. So Putin's a genius. That you can't. But claim the, the entire Republican hype. Party does not claim that Putin is a genius. Well, no, but that's what the. But party that's what you're stands. making it sound. No, like. that's what the party stands for. I don't think every stands individual, for Putin's I mean, a every genius. Democrat doesn't believe everything that the Democratic. Well, yeah, that's. Well, then President I would Trump's say the remark. entire Democratic Party is built upon Bill Clinton raping women. Right, and and they're pro-Putin, and they liked the Nazis, and they said so at their conservative CPAC function that you had a couple of weeks ago. And so then you ought to like. Putin because he says he's going into the Ukraine to defeat Nazism. Right, of course. So, so you should certainly favor him invading the United States to take out these terrible Republicans. So if Republicans say they have the high ground, then that means that they are for bombing schools and hospitals and malls. And Oh yeah, Republicans, that's thousands. a Republican value. They've always oh. argued for that. You're, <laughs> and you have as many accused perverts within the Republican Party. I'm just saying that Republicans say, well, we have the moral high ground. We think Putin's a genius, you know. We're, we the want smaller Party government, and we want to pay as that. we go. You the Republican Party anything. doesn't say Putin's a genius. They've never said that. Donald Trump said it. Right. Not the Republican Party. He's not the head of the Republican well, Party Well, he doesn't anymore. speak for all Republicans. Does Bill Clinton speak oh, for all he Democrats? Say he speaks for everybody. But you're saying the Republican Party is in favor of all these things. You just said it. I'm just saying that morally, you guys think that you're so superior. I don't think we're you, superior. But your individuals and your leaders have chosen. Have you ever heard me say I thought Republicans were superior to Democrats? Never. 
<laughs> you never hear me say well, that. Maybe not you. I believe that there there are bad people you and try good to people be in both parties. <laughs> you try to be reasonable, but I think you're led by a uh, a gang of perverts. The cloud car is bipartisan. Let's just leave it at that. Well, it's so certainly we, filled with Democrats too. <laughs> well, <laughs> right, but the GOP's driving the gang of perverts. <laughs> Thank you, E.B. All right, Stan, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in. Good Lord. The things you say, Mark. Oh, my. You know, as far as Trump calling Putin a, a, a genius, I think you'd have to hear the whole context of the speech. I don't know exactly what it is, but it wasn't, you know, lauding him as a great person. It was his actions that he thought maybe were smart for, in his opinion, you know, in Putin's opinion. So whatever. I, I don't care about that. I'm not going to debate that because I don't care. What I do care about is what's going on right now in the Senate. You know, you say that, well, no, I should say E.B. says that the Republicans are attacking a black woman, a bunch of racists. That's a pile of horse dung. They're asking her questions, and she can't answer the questions or won't answer them. I don't know which. I'm thinking she obfuscates, yeah, whatever it is. She, she ignores the questions and doesn't want to answer because she doesn't have a good answer. Now, the, the, the party, I won't say the Democrats are a bunch of perverts. But they sure seem to uh, protect a bunch of perverts. You know, you got all this stuff trying to be taught in elementary school with the transgenderism and all that stuff. You know, what, what, what are they, grooming these little kids? But, you know, the sentencing guidelines that uh, Cruz was asking her about, one one of the cases was an 18-year-old, she uh, filmed child porn, an 8-year-old getting raped and uh, abused, and she sentenced him to three months. Now, I'm, per- I'm sorry, but that's not exactly what should have happened to that guy. You know, three months for, for an eight-year-old getting raped and he's in film it and, and, and distributing that, in, uh, you know, video. Things should have been a little bit more severe. But she, could, she says that she didn't remember that case. doesn't have the details. But Tom Cotton said it right. She said... He said, you have been questioned about this for two days. You would think, and the stuff has been out there, you know, a day or two before that they were questioned about that. She would have went back and looked at her cases so that she would have had the information. So either she's lying or she's lazy. I don't know which. What she should have done. <laughs> while she's no, looking, Mark. While she's she was being asked questions. Right. Why didn't she have her staff... She has a staff, guaranteed, go back and pull her file so that she could at least review them a little bit so she knew what she did if she says she doesn't remember. Well, that's a fair observation. If, you know, she either doesn't remember, she's lying, or she's lazy. So I think those are... The, those are the three options right, Stan the, just enumerated. Right. Those are safe outcomes. I, I would agree with you on that. But, 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 I think but you, she, you know, the people like that, EB are saying that the Republicans are attacking her. No, they're just asking her questions, pointed questions. Now, the Democrats attacked Kavanaugh. I mean, that was a real attack, a bloodbath. And Amy Amy Coney Barrett. Yep. They attacked them both. Okay, so if one person assaults someone else, I'll exaggerate the attack on Kavanaugh or on Amy Coney Barrett. Well, exaggerate. If one person assaults someone logically, the proper way to respond is uh, for the person who was attacked 
to attack someone else. You're saying that this is the high ground, that if uh, there was a terrible uh, <laughs> Supreme Court hearing by the uh, well, Democrats asking questions of a Republican candidate, and that was an attack, and that was there was were low blows, and however else Joe describes it, obviously the only logical way to reclaim the high ground is to lower yourself to their level? Uh, they're not attacking her. They're asking her pointed questions, oh, and she refuses okay. to answer it. <laughs> she said they're not attacking her. Attacking they her would be a question drug- about cases that she has presided over is not attacking her. Do you think attacking she's her might that? be dragging something up from her junior high school days, just as they did with Brett Kavanaugh, and making it seem like she did something terrible? That would be attacking. Well, a sexual assault from your yeah. high school days, I think, would be germane. But I think if I think she has answered this. <laughs> She has answered this many times. So let's talk about what you did bad in high school, and let's drag it out here today, and let's talk about it. This is why I'm not in elected office, okay, because of what I did in high school. And uh, Well, you know, as far as Kavanaugh goes, they have no proof of anything that they accused them of. Zero proof. Because Miss Blasey Ford was a terrible, terrible witness, and there's just no proof of it. They have nothing. But yet the left-wing media still continues to call them credible allegations (laughs) against him. Exactly. So so I don't want to hear their excuses, you know. It's just sickening. It's the same thing all the time. As soon as they ask a person that, you know, I'm going to say it. As soon as a a Republican asks a black person a question, they're attacking a black person. They're a bunch of racists. That is the most disgusting thing out there. What's what's your term for that? You always use George Bush's quote. I, now it's not popping into my head. No, uh, Republicans quote. aren't doing that. It's you know uh, soft bigotry of low That's expectations. Right. Right. It's right. not it's not the Republicans committing that. It's the Democrats. Democrats. Okay. If they think that their nominee isn't capable of right. answering the questions, then maybe the, they shouldn't be up there. Right. I think she's very capable of answering the question. She's a smart lady. Yeah, she is. She she went to went to law school. She knows it. Is. So I don't believe that she doesn't remember what she says she doesn't remember. She was asked about her views on CRT, and and she said basically she doesn't have any views except she had given a speech at a law school, which they have record of, talking about how she uses CRT in sentencing. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt it. So, so I, I don't. It doesn't make much sense to me. No, the, I think Cruz asked her about that, or, or I don't know. It could have been Holly. I don't remember. She didn't. But say they asked that her she about uses... it, and they have the speech. She didn't say it's that. In she, the speech, that's fine. She didn't say that she uses critical race theory in sentencing. If she, if somebody asked her that, that she was would part of the know. speech, Mark. When was the speech made? It was at some college. Yeah, a couple years ago. It wasn't that long ago. All right. Well, we'll have to look that up. If what you say is true, then she'll have to answer for that. That would be a valid question. Well, you'd have to you'd have to look at the uh, you know the hearings and see which one of them asked that. But they had it out there. They were asking her about that, and she didn't give a good answer. All right. To be continued. Thank you so much, Stan. Thanks for calling in. All right. Have a good one. Very Bye-bye. much appreciated. All right. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five between E B and Stan. We could just do a show with them. All right. Actually, maybe they should both come in. Maybe they could do it. EB doesn't actually ever call us. He just sends us emails. Maybe they... Well, you don't know that. Well, that's true. I don't know Since that. we don't know, it's just two initials. All right. 
855-795-9565 is our telephone number. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, can Republicans claim the moral high ground with all of the many people in their party accused and claiming Vladimir Putin is a genius? One of our listeners says 98% of Republicans have a favorable view of President Trump. Not on every issue, but not enough to disapprove of President Trump. Yeah, he's still your North Star. That's the key, is that uh, you're still utilizing him as your guiding light. When you say you, who are you referring to? Republicans. Okay, well, I'm a Republican, and I don't feel that Donald Trump... Well, you're part of this 2%, or the 1%ers in the, in the Republican <laughs> Party. Well, we've had we've had a couple of common-sense Republicans. You know, Professor Rosu and uh, Alf, uh, uh, Professor Paul, right, from uh, Bucknell University. John Meckley's been here. I mean, there's definitely some a breakaway constituency in your party. There's no argument about that. But they are considered the pariah. They're taken off of committees. I mean, not Alf and the other guy, but... Uh, um, the Cong- Congress members are taken off committees if they so much as speak or participate in a hearing that's an actual, you know, and finding. Of course, the Democrats fact. never do that. No, 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 They'll no, let perverts no, and anybody no, else they're, on they're, the they're, they're just as bad. But I'm just saying, if you you to stand here and say, well, the left is wrong and they're perverts and they're wrong, and it's like... I didn't say the left were perverts. I, I would head to the nearest mirror before I'd criticize Democrats as uh, saying that Republicans have the moral high ground on anything. Well, so give us the example of where the Democrats have the moral high ground, where they are so far above reproach that they are bastions of civility and yeah, kindness. Think and about that, yeah. Where, where do Democrats have moral high ground that they can accurately claim? You're saying Republicans don't have it, so it must somebody must have it. It must be the Democrats then. <laughs> well, we ain't going to find it in Washington. Let's get that out of the way. All right, 1-800-795-9565. We have a poll conducted by Senator Gordner. We can make reference to that shortly, but we'd love to hear from you. It's on the mark a live telephone talk show, 1-800-795-9565. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. You know, I've, I've heard these promos on the station all month long about kindness and how if I uh, if I practice kindness, I can, there are going to be challenges, well, and maybe I could win a merchandise prize. I haven't heard exactly where I'm going to win a merchandise prize, but if I'm kind to you, will you give me a merchandise prize mm-hmm. for the rest of the show? Yep, hold on. Okay, what merchandise are you going to give me? A pen, a <laughs> Sunbury Broadcasting well, pen. Well, not just any pen. Well, thank you, a WKOK pen. Right, and what's at the end? 
Oh, it's a little, uh, what do you call those things? A, uh, I have no idea what they're called. They're little soft tips that you can use to manipulate a smart screen. Yes, uh, they're called... Uh, mushy tops, I believe. No, no, no. Yes, no, they're no. called mushy tops. Don't even start. <laughs> All right, one of our good listeners sends us a note. Uh, Joe. Joe, 70% of the federal judges sentenced below the federal guidelines. That includes Republican and Democratic judges. But don't confuse me with the facts. If the Republicans in the U.S. Senate don't like the sentencing guidelines, they need to write a bill to change them. Oh, wait, they did. So why hasn't it been acted upon? Signed, William, from the village of Dewart. William, I'm not saying the federal judges shouldn't set, shouldn't necessarily sentence below the guidelines. I think the word guidelines indicates that they do have some latitude as opposed to mandatory sentences mm-hmm. where the judge doesn't have that. But if a judge is going to sentence either above or below the mandatory, or not the mandatory, above or below the guidelines, I think they should be able to explain it and to defend it. And that is not something that this particular candidate for the Supreme Court has done. Well, my experience in court is the judges do explain why they're going above or below the guidelines. Well, then they, if they had, if she had done that, I don't think they'd have asked her the question, would they? It would have been on the record. No, I think... They would have asked her a different type well, of question. I, 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 you I, said you sentenced this way because of this or that, but what about this or that? Yeah, I'm not sure if what Ted Cruz would or wouldn't have done. I can't decide what he did or well, didn't do. Well, if it were on the record, Mark, nobody would... Know. They would have asked an entirely different question no. if it were on the record. No. No, probably because they want to save it for a gotcha moment in in this here. Well, they or lost their else. they lost their time because the gotcha moments with her were over yesterday at the end of the session. So they don't have time for it. Okay. Well, they'll have to extend it a day then. Dan, you're on the mark. Hey, good morning. One thing about Trump calling Putin a genius, that's not saying Putin's good or has <laughs> uh, a lot of wisdom. There's a lot of geniuses out there. They don't have an ounce of wisdom to go with it. So my idea, Trump said that because people like you, Mark, are still harping about it. It's better to have a little bad publicity than be be forgotten. So that's my idea why Trump said that. And it's not giving Putin a compliment at all, you know. Okay. So, so you, you and the left, you and the left. I still hear him talking about it. That he gave Putin a compliment. That's no compliment at all. I could be a genius and be a completely have no wisdom whatsoever. Just like with these hearings, I believe the lady that. Uh, as a genius, but she can't. She can't even tell you what a woman is. Whereas I could answer that in a minute. So genius don't make you any wisdom or Doesn't common sense. As someone sense. once said of pornography, I would say of women, I know one when I see one. Amen, brother. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Dan. Thanks for calling in. Well, I certainly will agree that uh, President uh, Trump lacks wisdom. That is uh, plainly obvious. So uh, to be continued during. That's not what Dan said. Oh, I'm misconstruing that. Okay. well, hey, that's why they call it a talk show, because we're going to need more wisdom from our listeners. This is WKOK Sunbury.
News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email on the mark at WKOK.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark. Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome on board. WKOK's live telephone talk show on the mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. I portray a liberal on the radio and ask poignant questions to which our good audience. Poignant is, questions? Did you mean pointed questions instead? Both. Poignant doesn't sound, sounds a little wimpy. I'm asking poignant questions. <laughs> I ask very wise, intelligent um, well, I can hardly wait for you to start doing that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we started doing it in 2007, but uh, something fell apart. The wheels fell off. All right. Oh, they so really did. Welcome on board, everybody. I ask dumb questions, and Mr. Joe answers them with smart, wise answers. Now, we've been talking about uh, President Trump's remark that Putin is a genius, but one of our good listeners uh, smartly said that it's because President Trump lacks wisdom. And uh, we also have talked about the Katani Brown Jackson hearings, but specifically, Sentencing. You, how do, you do know what poignant, the definition of poignant is, don't you? Poignant, poignant. Uh, let me think first before you say it. Poignant, 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 poignant. Um, uh, related to sort of what's going on in the background, sort no, of the, the no, past no, behind. Not a, not, not a. Behind the intended nine answer. Ixnay. <laughs> night. Poignant is evoking a keen sense of sadness or regret. Oh, okay. <laughs> Well, I had the dark part, right? The regret part. All right, yes. Making, I was sort of thinking it references to the dark side of things, so maybe the Have regret. you seen the new Batman movie? Yeah. That you ought to hang out there. It's very it's dark. Very okay, dark. super. All right. Well, it's in a theater. Maybe that's why why it's dark in there. Did you ever think about that? On the market sponsor by the Sunbury Motor Company, they invite you to do what I do. Go pick out an F-150 down there and just take it. And, well, okay, that didn't work out. But uh, I would like you to do what I have done. Right now I'm driving around in a 2020. 22 Ford F-150 4x4 Super Cab uh, has a 145 inch wheelbase. Why does that matter? Well, because you might not want one that has a 130 inch wheelbase. Well, F-150s probably don't get that small, but uh, nonetheless, because that means you'll get jostled on the interstate. 145 inches is considered a slightly longer vehicle. You get a better ride. 2.7 liter V6 EcoBoost motor, so you can get 30 miles to the gallon on the highway if you're a little lighter on the gas pedal in eco mode, has an electric 10-speed automatic transmission, and it is also all tricked out with a towing package. It's got that little thing, so if you want a trailer to go somewhere, it'll tell you how to do it. Antimatter blue is the color, which looks like a grayish color when you first see it, but when the sun goes on it, boy, does that light up. Uh, it is a real blue. Of course, part of that is my eyes don't see color 100% right anyway. It has dark slate cloth interior, and it's just a fantastic vehicle. All the AC outlets got a moonroof. It's got the the Sync 4 system where you can hook it up with your phone. You can. You just said all the AC outlets have a moonroof. Oh, did I? Okay, well, I'm <laughs> blending <laughs> accessories here. It has all the AC outlets. Period. Has, it has a moonroof. Period. There is no AC outlet on the moonroof. There is one AC outlet in the bed of the truck, and there's one in the cab of the truck. Also has that workspace where if you're taking your truck and you want to pop open your laptop. 
uh, the center console flattens out so you can use it as a workspace and a desk and uh, get your work done, plug in your laptop to the AC outlet and away you go. Uh, you'll be okay. But that's just a quick glimpse of this particular truck. Now this truck only has the five foot bed and that is not enough for Joe and I. We got to hold more stuff around than will go in the five foot. So get the six and a half foot bed when you order up yours at the Sunbury Motor Company. Oh, less than $50,000. I forgot to tell you that. So it's a great uh, truck and it's a great opportunity to Sunbury Motors, sunburymotors.com. Uh, so please avail yourself of that uh, particular opportunity. We are enjoying On the Mark, 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. You can email us at onthemark at and text us at 70236. We have emails and texts, so we'll get to those shortly. Very brief news headlines. The statewide COVID-19 numbers continue to go down. State Health Department reported just 574 new cases reported Tuesday. Ten new cases in the Valley, most of those in Northumberland County. 28 fewer people are hospitalized in Pennsylvania. Geisinger Danville has 25 patients on board. Evangelical Community Hospital, one fewer patient on board with COVID-19. Economic development professionals met yesterday on the campus of Susquehanna University and said our area is ideally suited to bounce back from the current economic struggles. Dr. James Roby of Roby Analytics says our area will be able to take advantage of the fact that some of the supply chain issues are easing. The supply chain issues are somewhat resolving themselves. Instead of 110 uh, container ships sitting off the ports of LA and Long Beach, based on the 16th, that's down to 42. So it's going in the right direction. He said it doesn't matter which uh, parameter you're talking about, whether it's inflation, supply chain, or worker shortage, our area is still ideally uh, placed in order to fight back the recession or the in the current economic woes. Focus Central Pennsylvania sponsored that event yesterday. Associated Press reporting today that state police and the Pennsylvania Capitol Police are donating their used body armor to the Ukraine. 110 used bulletproof vests, which are no longer certified and usable by law enforcement in Pennsylvania. Joe, they have to be certified if they're going to be using these? There, there are uh, use-by dates on all of those things. No, no kidding. It doesn't mean that they're, they can, over a period of time, the fabric can degrade, but okay. most times there's still plenty of life left in them when they are considered to be out of, uh, not usable anymore by police. Right, okay, I got you. When I did a ride-along one time, they gave me a, a body armor to wear, and they said, don't worry, this is expired, so <laughs> but hopefully you won't be after you're done wearing it. So, But, yeah, he said it was still safe to wear. Anyway, 110 used bulletproof vests and 15 surplus ballistic helmets headed to the Ukraine. Uh, let's see. Talk about defund the police in Minneapolis, a Democratic-controlled city, uh, the city where George Floyd died. The city council is going to vote on police department pay raises rather than defund. They're increasing pay for pay individuals, including a seventh thousand dollar bonus if cops meet the requirements and stay on the force. Retention's now an issue there. The mayor said police officers need to be paid more and fired less. He also wants to see more accountability with police officers in Minneapolis. So no defunding happening there. All right, uh, Joe, you got your field in front of you of words, so go ahead. Well, we have a call pending too. Uh, one of our listeners says Genghis Khan was considered a genius who left 40 to 60 million civilians dead 
in his path. Seems like an awfully high number. His dynasty spread across Eurasia and to the Polish border. I'm sure the dead, conquered people did not see him as a genius. Right, and this emphasizes my point that that I said before, that after a uh, despot genius... horrible leader, expands the territory. Eventually, the world pushes back and things go back to where they were. Our friend Tom says, another episode by Stan of As the Stomach Turns. Come on, Tom. Yeah, you're really a nice guy, Tom. (laughs) Don't be personal. All right, Joseph, you're on the mark. Go right ahead. Yes, good morning. Yeah, I wanted to comment again on the uh, Supreme Court nominee here. Uh, With that answer, uh, it's the follow-ups that bothered me. These people ask the question, and then they don't have an appropriate follow-up because she said that she wasn't a biologist, right? That she could determine what a female was, a woman, right? Right. Okay, that would then mean that the science of biology would confirm that a trans, quote-unquote, transgender is not a male or a female. They're either one or the other. You, you understand? So why didn't she follow up with, okay, then, you said you're not a biologist, and if you were a biologist, why wouldn't you confirm that the biology of the woman and her, her chromosomes and her genes and all that stuff and, and, and her physical makeup uh, declare that she's, she is a woman, you know, or that he is a man? Because uh, I'm sure that Supreme Court uh, nominee knew very well that the follow-up would be if she said... Uh, something else that she was going to go on to the transgender business, you know? Well, all she needs to do is find one biologist who would agree that transgenderism is not necessarily a ba- uh, wrong thing. Well, how, how could you determine that? Biology is a science, right? Well, Should be. I'm not sure that uh, individuals who are so transgender you can, you can argue against biology. That I'm a man and that, that a woman's a woman. That's the only way you can do it, you know what I mean? And you don't have to be a scientist to do that. Just strip them down and stand there. I'll tell you which one's which. <laughs> it's quite simple, okay? You and must another be thing a rep- about <laughs> wisdom. We were talking about wisdom today, and Dan bring that up about wisdom. You know, wisdom, I believe, is a gift from the Almighty. You can be very intelligent. And this lady, uh, she, she, she's a Harvard graduate, so obviously she's quite intelligent, uh, but she, uh, wisdom, again, I say, is a gift. We, you know, this, we, we quote Solomon. He was the wisest man in the world at his time, right? The wisdom of Solomon. But that gift of wisdom that he prayed for to judge the people properly was corrupted when he got liberal and started to follow his pagan wives instead of following the Almighty. And his wisdom then vanished from him. That gift was taken from him. All right, but how does that tie to Vladimir Putin, our good caller? Well, first of all, I have to read a text. One of our good listeners takes me to task. says, Mark, you just told a listener not to get personal, but did you not just say that uh, uh, Donald Trump lacks wisdom, even though he's a genius? What the caller clearly stated was that Vladimir Putin may in fact be a genius, but it is Putin who lacks wisdom, not Trump. Don't get personal if you're not going to allow it. Okay, so anyway, well, having said sometimes that... Sometimes Donald Trump lacks wisdom. I agree with you, you know what I mean? Well, as as King Solomon, said. he was given the gift of wisdom, but he lacked it when he started to go liberal and follow his pagan wives and bring in traditions of paganism But what does that have to do with Vladimir? Okay, good point. Now, let's get all the way back to Vladimir Putin. In what way does Vladimir Putin enjoy or lack wisdom? Well, first of all, 
uh, <laughs> his invasion of Ukraine was a very wise move. I don't think so. Uh, he figured that he would take that over pretty quickly, I'm sure, and he just boggled down. And, and to what advantage? I mean, all the resources he spent there and the, the, the sanctioning of his country and the economy of the country going in a tailspin, it, uh, you know, if he had a little wisdom, I don't think he would have, <laughs> have done that, would have ventured there. Right. It's like a Napoleon in Waterloo. He, he lacked wisdom at the Battle of Waterloo, you know? Waterloo. Jeez, you think if he's such a genius, he would have foreseen that. But his greatest mistake was invading Russia. Well, it, it, it's like even uh, uh, Kim, Kim Jong-un. Uh, he's he's a smart man. He's he knows how to dictate and how to how to lord it over the people. He's smart in that area, but that's not wisdom necessarily because uh, his country, the people are going to rebel someday and either hang him like they did Mussolini and and so forth. You know, uh, in in times past, if you look at history, you got to study history and see what happened to these would be dictators. Right. You know, at the end. But up until the up until the point, well, up until like the, Henry, uh, hello. <laughs> um, up until the point that he, up until he invaded Russia, you could have said that Adolf Hitler was a genius. Um, he certainly predicted everything got, that happened. He he got Germany back to work. He he got them out of a, a tremendous depression. Uh, there was a Volkswagen in every garage and a chicken in every pot, and he built up the military uh, so powerful that in a few years, uh, it's amazing what he did. Uh, and it was kind of genius in that sense uh, of the of the uh, of what he did. You know how he how he got that that war machine going so powerful. You know in yeah. such a short amount of time. Yeah, but in the end, ultimately, he was a victim of his own success, and he was an evil human being, and he committed evil and atrocious acts. I mean, oh, yeah. I, you could say somebody's well, a genius without meaning it as a compliment, and I think that the left loves to take President Trump out of context or to um, and make another meaning to what he said, although <laughs> not knowing Trump personally, he may well have meant that he thought the guy was a genius, but my assumption is he thought that he did something that was smart politically uh, Turned out not to be so smart politically. Well, hey, Hitler, why didn't he learn from Napoleon when Napoleon invaded Russia? Russia sucked him up into Moscow in the wintertime and uh, destroyed most of Napoleon's army. All right, we got you. Before Waterloo. I said that earlier to the... That was Hitler's downfall, invading uh, Russia. You weren't listening to me, but I said earlier that uh, Napoleon's biggest mistake was invading Russia. All right, thank you, Joseph. Much appreciated. We're going to take a quickie break. Upper right-hand corner, Joe. Go ahead. Well, the part about our producers depressed by the show today. No, no, that's (laughs) in the middle of the screen. (laughs) Okay. Watch for more news about the following. Now the House Democrats want a stimulus of $300 a month to help with the high cost of gas. What? The Democrats say, quote, the election is approaching quickly, so we better do something to buy votes. These people are criminals. Yeah, this is going on in Washington. Uh, We heard it from uh, Josh Shapiro yesterday. Excuse me, Mark's having a sinus attack today. Uh, no, allergies. <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, we heard it yesterday from uh, Josh Shapiro saying that he's going to give gasoline rebates if he is elected to 50 for a car and uh, f- or for one vehicle in your family, uh, 500 if you have two vehicles. Unfortunately, my lovely bride and I have three vehicles. So, <laughs> well, we have a beater truck. Doesn't that count? 
A wife would think it would. I think it does. I think so. It uses gasoline. So we'll be up for 750 If you got four vehicles, all the better. Anyway, uh, yes, so that's what they're talking about in Washington, D.C. and in Harrisburg is the idea of some givebacks. Uh, so so why not just good, drill and on, bring let me the finish this down. sentence. One of our good listeners yesterday said, hey, well, what about giving back some of the surplus in Harrisburg? Surplus in Harrisburg? Right. We have $7 billion in extra money because of the feds and the state and the slowed down economy and all these other factors. So obviously our tax rates are too high and the feds are giving out too much money. Uh, Joe or Kevin uh, says California stim- is proposing four hundred dollars in. Rebate. We don't need another stimulus. What we need to do is have the federal government do the things necessary to bring the cost of gasoline down by producing more here in this country. And even the Canadians are saying we can sell you more. Why are you going to Venezuela? All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. We will be right back. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake. A service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could shop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Don't know much about history. Don't know much biology. All right, nicely said. Thank you so much. Uh, we got a great uh, producer there. Uh, we've been talking about, of course, I've been accused of uh, m- making a personally disparaging remark about President Trump saying he's unwise, but he's a public person, so he can kind of take it, I think. But we have other listeners that are saying disparaging remarks about our other listeners, so I don't think that's ideal. So let me get that out of the way. Uh, I think Ben Sass yesterday, who's what, Nebraska? Yes. Yesterday said uh, this about the tomfoolery that's going on in the Senate Judiciary Committee right now. Now, the whole context here is he's talking about cameras in the courtroom. There's a whole bunch of things that humans can do if they're not immediately mindful of some distant camera audience that they might be trying to create a soundbite for. And uh, Instagram can be useful for some small things, but for intellectual discourse, it is not a friend. Um, And I think we should recognize that the jackassery we often see around here um, is partly because of people mugging for short-term camera opportunities, and it is definitely um, a second and third and fourth order effect that the court should think through um, before it has advocates in there who are not only trying to persuade you nine justices, um, but also trying to get on cable that night uh, or create a viral video. So for what it's worth, I hope that the court um, doesn't respond to some well-meaning uh, impulses from the Congress to, to push for cameras in the courtroom, but also some, some bullying. And there. 
Now, he didn't specifically look at Ted Cruz when he said that, so you don't know which jackassery he's talking about. And he is a Republican, so he might Well, there's considerable jackassery in Washington. There's no shortage of it. (laughs) Is that even a real, an actual word? Well, I don't know. It certainly should be if it isn't. Well, it probably is. The the act of being a jackass. It's the adjective (laughs) version of being, like you said, of jackass behavior. And you could probably drop the word jack off the front and still have a valid word. I have to think about that. The act of becoming <laughs> yes, one. Yes, I got you. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's see. Upper right-hand corner. Just go downhill from right, the upper uh, right-hand corner. Joe Hitler made the cover of Time once. Yes, he was Time's Man of the Year in 1938. For what? Uh, for what he had done in Germany. Brought it back from Helping the, the Weimar Republic, which was where people had a wheelbarrow full of money to buy a loaf of bread. Okay, but by then he was already half evil. So what was he doing that people didn't know about? Well, he, they didn't know how to the extent at that point that he had built up the military. <laughs> The he wasn't supposed was to have a Luftwaffe. Luftwaffe. He wasn't you. supposed to have an air force. He wasn't supposed to have much of a navy. He wasn't supposed to have much of a standing army. They found out the next year how bad it was. Okay. All right. All right. California, you don't even have to own a car. Will the guys in prison also get this benefit? I guess that's the $400 in California. gas payment, right? Uh, since we're arguing over questions they were asked, let's see if we can expand this, what questions should have been asked? I didn't see any questions that were wrong, but when she couldn't answer the woman's sentence, my Republican vote, if I were in the Senate, would have just been no. I know she will be the next Supreme Court justice because of what Joe Biden said he wanted, and that is sad for her because she will be titled the first black woman, not the best, not the smartest, not the best interpreter of the Constitution. Sad what we are allowing to happen to woman. That includes what Judge Jackson's description of a woman is, I don't know. I'd be curious what our, what our emailer's uh, definition of a woman is. So let's let's hear that. So send us an email with your definition. I still definition. like the, fa- the one that was in the dictionary, female human being. Who's an adult. An adult. <laughs> Right. Well, they call women girl or young young women girls, right? Well, yeah, but when you're eight, you're just a girl. You're not a woman. Well, I mean, you're female, but you're not a woman yet. Well, the description would still apply. A female okay. of the human species. How would that you. suit you? Would that be? Would, would you want to pick any more nits with that, or is that enough? No, nits? that's fine. It's okay. all good. All right. Because so there's that aspect of that. Yeah, I'd like to hear what our caller says. That the our emailer says the right. definition of a woman is. Uh, but uh, what what else was in here? Oh, oh, she would vote no on that if it were up to that. Well, she will be known as the first black woman, but she's not the first to be on the court to be known as the first. You know, I mean, Thurgood Marshall is still the first black man, and uh, the first woman to the court is, you know, noted. So I think firsts are... Uh, that was Sandra Day O'Connor. You're right, no, right. And I know who appointed her to stand up and say his name. Ronald Reagan. All right, thank you. You can sit back down. <laughs> All right, so... He also appointed who else? Ronald Reagan. Um, oh, why do you do? Why you do this to me? Uh, I, he was the chief. He is the chief justice, but his his name John is John Roberts. Thank you. <laughs> I, I, I'm not certain he did that. I, I'm trying to remember who did. Well, who else do you know? I was thinking. Appointed? I think was thinking he appointed um, not Thurgood Marshall, but. Um, Oh, that's all right. I'll come. Moving It'll on. come to well, me in we'll a minute. Well, look at it. Wikipedia, like everything <laughs> right. else. All right, so we appreciate that email. I'd love to hear people's answers, what they think female is, since the uh, definition, uh, as the judge is wisely staying away from, uh, has something to do with being an adult female. There's no argument about that, and a biologist can surely tell you what a female is. But that doesn't have anything to do with what today's societal discussions and cultural discussions that relate to being transgender or, um, you know, women rights or things 
like that, or maybe like you could use the uh, the uh, Leah. Her last name escapes me now. The pen swimmer who is transgender, who's exceedingly fast in the pool under many circumstances. By fast, for a, fast for a woman, but not fast for a man, unfortunately. Well, regardless, um, you know, should she be in women's sports? No, that, she as, shouldn't be. As, as we learned, is a pit of undigested meat that we still haven't resolved, <laughs> in my opinion. But What's th- your opinion? That we haven't digested the piece of meat or right, that she should or shouldn't I, I be in there? I think that has to be resolved. I mean, th- this is the evidence thereof. If you have a person that transitions to a, a female, and that's their f- fine in their personal life, but then to compete on a women's stage... Uh, you know that's that we have to resolve that does that give her an un, unfair advantage well, you want fair competition simple isn't it just get a dna sample if it's a man it's a dna sample for a man if it's a woman it's a dna sample for a woman if it's okay. something else then we need to define what it is okay all Wouldn't right. that be the simplest way to make that uh, determination? Uh, that would be a way to determine male or female. But how but, else would you determine it? Well, because you have... Definitively. You have people that are certain as they grew up that they were a female, unfortunately. They were certain. The right. society exactly. still, and medical science wouldn't have changed. They have changed. I don't know that they changed. I don't really. Maybe they changed at some point in their life. But well, the you fact just the said matter, they believed that they were. But do in you the wrong understand body. why, Joe? Do you get why some people say they are transgender and transition to another, the opposite sex? Do you get that? I don't care. Oh, okay. Why they do it? If that's how they choose to live their life, I'm fine with it. But you know, don't expect everybody else to agree with it, and don't right. call everybody who disagrees with it a hater. Okay. On it. Uh, Texts on the right-hand side. Okay. Tom, maybe you need to call in so everyone can support Pepto-Bismol to cure the upset stomach from your bilge. No, it's from (laughs) your bilge. Okay. Uh, Let's see. If reduced sentences are the norm for pedophiles and child pornographers, as some in the media claim, then the norms are screwed up. Well, I think as the judge accurately pointed out, sentencing is more than just the prosecution and the sentencing guidelines. It's the whole totality of the entire case. You know, the person's background, maybe something that relates to the victim of the crime, something that relates to the penal system that's available for them or the whole justice system and the punitive system that's available. I think it's more complex than that. And the probation report, the whole pre-sentence investigation, what they call it in Pennsylvania, uh, you've seen those. That's something that is very complex. So I think that's it's the whole totality. The norms may be screwed up. I'm not, it is. I'm not saying that our but email when is wrong. most judges sentence someone, they explain why they're giving that sentence to the person. Right, and she might have We've done that. We've had instances here. Well, if she did, then it's on the transcript of the trial and it's a matter of public record. Right, and you say and he certainly would have, could have that been, if she did. Yeah, certainly if you researched it at all and she gave an answer to why she sentenced as she did, then that certainly would have been something I would think they would have questioned her about rather than just ask her why she did it. Right, if she said why she did it, there would be no need to ask her why she did. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. We have a, a new email right there. Intellect and wisdom are not mutually exclusive. There are numerous PhDs employed by government, and look where we're at. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't been able to fix government. They might be smart, but they can't fix... Well, you can't... Who, who was it that said you can't fix stupid? So sometimes government messes it up. Uh, this one is not done. Right. These both... Both of these two are undone. Pedophiles and child pornographers are some of the worst dregs of society and should be sentenced to the max, and the max should be increased, in my opinion. 
And then, does EB support light sentences for pedophiles and child pornographers that he doesn't like Judge Jackson being asked about her light sentencing for? All right, 1 800 795 9565. We've got open phones. Uh, we're talking about the jackassery in Washington, D.C. Uh, we have a very scientific survey done by John Gordner over the telephone recently. And uh, I know it's scientific because it's not a sample size, it's the actual opinion of the people who were asked. And so there's no interpretation of that. He asked the question, they answered, and we'll see how they answered. Coming up on WKOK. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. I need Joe to tell me something. My headphones aren't telling me. That the mics aren't. I have to turn the mics on. Okay, yep, we got them on now. Thank you. Yeah, that's one of the precursors. Uh, one it kind of helps in radio if you turn the microphones on. <laughs> one of our good listeners points out something that's very true. said, Mark, you you find that the Republican Party is uses President Trump as their North Star. Everybody knows the North Star of the Republican Party is the Pillow Man. <laughs> oh, so, thank you for that upper and our friend Tom says, Tom, I love this one. Tom says, what is a woman? What is a pencil? Stupid question. If you ask, have to ask that question, you shouldn't be in your elected position. Hey, Tom, what if you can't answer that question? Should you be in your position? Should you even be considered for a higher one? All right. 1-800-795-9565. Kat, thank you so much for calling in. You are next. Go right ahead. Yes. Um, let's talk about SCOTUS for a second. Um Okay, so the only reason why Joe Biden wants her to be in in our Supreme Court is because she is lenient against pedophiles. And that the reason is because Ghislaine Maxwell, all of the people in Hollywood who have been accused of it, all of the people in Washington who have been accused of it, and that's the only reason why they want her in there, because if they would ever go to the Supreme Court, they would get away with it. The other thing is, is the CRT... And um, I don't know what all we were talking about today, but um, with that is just grooming children to be okay with, you know, people molesting them. So, so you you feel differently about that, or doesn't that go on in the United States? Unfortunately, it does go on in the United States, and I think that's what a lot of our what of our emailers and callers today are saying that that you know that instead of being lenient with them, they should be tougher on them. Absolutely. Absolutely. We need to protect our children. Yeah, and I that can't. includes the unborn. And that's all I have to say. Well, thanks all for right, calling. Gotcha. Thank you. All Thank right. you, Kat. Uh, Chris, you're on the mark. Go right ahead. So CRT is somehow connected to pedophilia, huh? Uh, I, I, I didn't catch that she said that. No, no, she didn't say that. I thought she said CRT was uh, was so people would be okay with children being molested. She said that, did she? No, I don't think that's exactly what she said. What did she say then? Well, I think she was making the po- two different points, and you're you're combining them. She <laughs> was making two different points. That's the way she said it. Well, I don't think that's the way she meant it if she said it that okay. way. I didn't hear it that way in any event. What's up? <laughs> well, uh, the, the usual Republicans made fools of themselves. The guy from Nebraska, Sass, I think his name is, he was pretty good, and there were a few other pretty good ones. Uh, but uh, Blackburn and Cruz were using uh, 
quotes and then uh, that weren't quite accurate and then trying to get that was where the sentencing one came from and when he ch she challenged him that that wasn't about sentencing he he didn't go any further on it so i assume she was right she said it was about a policy speech on sentencing as opposed to not doing individual sentencing sentences but she also said she didn't study crt so I'm not sure what that meant relative to the speech. But in any case, all that was just trying to get sound bites for their campaigns and uh, and getting getting the, the, the like that stand he cruised it at the end where he uh, demands she answer and then says she's refusing the answer and then says you won't let her answer. That's that's all just garbage. Well, it's but, jackassery. You know, both sides do <laughs> stuff like that from time to time. It's jackassery. Yes, he's good at that. And actually, there was one Democrat on the committee, I forget who it was now, said he considered himself a friend of Cruz, that he likes Cruz. What? And that amazed me because I haven't even heard any Republicans say that. <laughs> 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 so I like Tom. Cru I like Tom Cruise. I don't have any problem with it. <laughs> Tom Cruise. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's, Tom he's Cruise. In more right. trouble than Ted Cruise most of the time. I like Ted too. But anyway, <laughs> you like Ted Cruise. I don't have any problem with him. I mean, he's entitled to his opinion, same way everybody else is. Well, yeah, that doesn't make him uh, a good person or anything, though, does it? Or, or, or what do you like about Ted Cruise? Or wise? What, what, his nastiness? Oh, he's just nasty to Democrats. That's it. What do you of like? Course. What do you like about Olivia Casio Cortez? Who's her nastiness to Republicans? She's not very nasty to them, really. Oh, yes, she is. <laughs> no, she isn't. Well, that's in your opinion. In my opinion, no, she is. No, because you uh, you don't know what she really says or what she really likes. And you do. You have a, an intimate knowledge of her. I, I know how she treats people and how she talks to people and from what I've seen on TV. Have you looked up some of her quotes about Republicans? Well, you're welcome to. All right. <laughs> which ones? And uh, tell me which ones. Well, you we'll look them up. You look them up. You're saying that she's not. She's such a wonderful person and so kind to Republicans. Well, you're the one that has the counterexamples, then, right? Well, if you want me to okay. come back with some, I'll come back with some. <laughs> then, then, but you know, this your Kavanaugh thing is. It was a credible person giving testimony. It was something she had told her psychiatrist years before he even became really well-known as a judge or be up for the Supreme Court. So there is some credibility built in because of that, too. And it was certainly worth discussing. And the fact that he had to uh, lose his judicial temperament and insult senators and ask them questions about dr their drinking of beer and so forth, and the fact that he was pretty much lying about how much beer he was drinking as a kid. And there was some, there was a weekend on his schedule where she was there, and it could have been the weekend of the party, and he claimed it wasn't, but, you know, that's not perjury. But I think uh, denying how much he drank in school, you know, if he said... Yeah, in high school and a little bit in the college, 
I drank to excess, and I learned it was a bad thing, and I stopped doing it. No problem. But he had to lie about it instead, which for a judge isn't a good thing. Chris, one of our listeners, sends a note, says, Chris, so when a senator directly quotes from the judge's speech, he's misquoting? How's that work? Uh, the, 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 well, you, you quote it out of context, but you leave like the, the Cruz quote had sentencing in brackets, meaning she didn't say that right before the quote, but it was his trying to make it about sentencing. All right, but going back, going and back. And things like that. And uh, Blackburns were just inaccurate. Going back to Brett Kavanaugh, though, you don't think he was mistreated at all. They drug up something from his high school years. They couldn't put any proof to it. She I couldn't find anybody to back to her story up. It was pathetic. It was pathetic. So if someone in, <laughs> accuses so you of something you didn't now, do, Joe. Calm down. You if somebody, get your accu- words if somebody don't, accuses don't you of something you didn't do, and in front of your family, hold it, hold it, hold it, no, hold it, hold no, it, no, it, no, you hold it. I'm, I'm talking well, now. You're saying he didn't yeah, I'm do it. I'm talking now. You. I'm talking now. This man, he was berated. He was belittled. There was no credible evidence to support that lady's claim. There was none. She couldn't produce anybody who remembered it. She couldn't even produce some that could testify that she knew Justice Kavanaugh. So, I mean, it's it's sad that you would come on the program and talk about this like he had been proven guilty. Me off, huh? Uh, Yeah, now you can go. You're back on. Oh, now I can go. (laughs) Well, I I explained the credibility part to you already. Okay. All right, we got another caller, so you got another minute or so. You do have that, right, Joe? Well, and then your opinion. I explained that he, you, you didn't deny that you think kind of he was lying about his drinking, too. I don't know. Do you? You uh, assume he was I lying because was you don't believe it. There were a lot of people who said he did drink to excess and passed out and didn't remember stuff. That was not uncommon among his peers at the time. Well, so and he like didn't... I say, I don't think that's a reason to keep him off the court. But his reaction to it, and then doing a, a track on Hillary Clinton and Democrats being all behind this thing to sabotage her, his character and everything, that was total lack of judicial temperament. How he responded was total lack of judicial temp- temperament, and that he had also lied several times before that, where he'd been called out for it. They came close to perjury. In what, some give me some examples there. Give me no, examples. We're not going to have time for it that. A, we're not going to have time. Sorry, Chris. Well, if you don't remember, Joe, it was about when he was, stuff he was doing when he was attorney general. All right. We got or, you, Chris. Uh, our assistant, or assistant in there. He was a hit man. Thank you so much, Chris. Thanks for calling in. Very, very much appreciated. So, in other words, it's the standard rant. Republicans bad. Democrats good. Gotcha. <laughs> well, you flip it around and just say it the other way. No, I say there's good and bad in both parties. But I think that Justice Kavanaugh was terribly treated. Um, he was abused in front of his family for no good reason. And one of our listeners says, don't confuse wisdom with intelligence. Go ahead. Uh, Kat is correct, and it's good to hear it said. 
than Mark. Tell us how a pedophile attacking a child or kid, pornographers in circumstances, life should dictate. Wait a second. Let me go back over that. Mark, tell us how a pedophile attacking a kid or child, pornographers, circumstances in life should dictate sentences. There I, are no excuses for that evil. Right. No argument there. I, I, I'm just quoting her. I don't really know what the totality of these cases is. I'm not looking them up. I don't really care. It's obvious that judges often So you don't go, care about pedophiles giving light sentences? I don't care about the sentencing in federal courts because it's obviously everybody gives sentences below the federal guidelines and below the prosecutions, but you don't know what the pre, uh, the probation, the pre-sentencing report, their report, you don't know what that said, you don't know what the case is, you don't know what the But if everybody, everybody sentencing the, the, them gives what, them less than the, the suggested uh, minimum. No, it's only 70%. Okay, but 70% of the instances, do you think that that's that, that indicates that 70% of the pedophiles are nicer people than we think? Well, I think what happens is that a judge takes into a, into consideration everything. The person's background, the trauma they suffered. So their, 70% of the time they've been falsely accused? And probability of rehabilitation. That's a factor, too. So, if, you know, there's she said there's a half a dozen factors. This uh, sentencing guideline is just one of them. How do you rehabilitate a pedophile? Just out of curiosity. I'd be interested in hearing your definition. I don't know. I you'd have to ask her because she says that's one of the factors, This you know, this complex uh, system that goes into our sentences that you know the potentiality for rehabilitation is something judges consider. So I don't know what you know how you do it. I'm, you know, I imagine. It's Wouldn't just, you think the more time they had in jail to be rehabilitated would be better? Uh, well, I, Joe, you know how the penal system works. It isn't just jail. I mean, there's counseling. There could be chemical castration. There could be uh, some other guideline like you have to wear an an- ankle brace. I mean, there's a thousand other things. Right, that so go what into is the purpose? What is the purpose of uh, of incarceration? Is it to reform the c- criminal or to punish them for what they've done? To separate them from society while you figure out what to do with them. How about that? I'll put that out there. No, that's not a bad answer. I'll have to give you some on that. Uh, okay. I'll give you credit for that. All right. Well, on that note, on a high note, we'll be right back. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could shop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. There is good and bad in everyone. Learn to live, learn to give each other what we need to survive, together alive. Uh, <laughs> you hearing that, buddy? I am. Now, considering the kindness campaign, do I have to give back my merchandise gift that you gave me? <laughs> no, you can keep that. It has a stylus tip you found out. Stylus tip, yes. Right. That's well, what yeah, I mean. They all have a stylus tip. We have a bunch of them. If you want one, let us know. <laughs> Tom, you're on the mark. Uh, good morning, gentlemen. Uh, there's a, a well-documented and well-accepted, uh, what do you want to say, thinking in the criminal justice world that there are certain crimes that the longer an individual goes, 
the higher their risk of recidivism. Uh, that being the case for pedophiles, uh, may, uh, generally sex offenders, arsonists, most criminals, the longer they go, they're lower their risk, and, uh, and you're considering them rehabilitated if they don't repeat. But, but that's the reason why there's this lifetime supervision for pedophiles and sex offenders, because you know that the pattern is in, in most, let's say 99.9, they're going to repeat. Judge Jackson is an intelligent individual, but she has shown and proven herself to be a left-wing ideologue. She knows that fact. If you look at all the sentencings, she went below the guidelines. She went generally below what the attorney general uh, prosecutor recommended. He had all the facts of the pre-sentence report. So did everyone else, the defense attorney and her. They certainly lay out the background. But the sentencing, the most important part, is to make sure that the community is safe. And she has shown that she would not do that. She would let these persons, these individuals out long before they should have been. And uh, it, there is no rehabilitation that has worked. I, I, I've been involved in that system. Uh, there were programs which were well-touted, and individuals who went through therapy sessions, and they were said to be, re they repeated. And uh, oh, well, Tom, that's going to be fantastic. I'm glad you called because uh, I think you could really help us here. Um, Joe thinks that when you sentence somebody, you just listen to the prosecution's guideline and the state's guidelines. What else? Not goes what I said. I said that their guidelines are there for a reason, and all things being equal, you should either explain why you deviated or you should adhere to the, the guidelines. Noted. Okay, Tom, what, what else goes into sentencing? Is that it, just the prosecution, what the prosecution wants? Oh, no. You'll, you, you'll, you'll get the victim side. You'll get the, uh, the arresting authority side, whoever they were. Uh, you, you'll get individuals who knew the offender. Uh, putting their input in, wh whether it comes from their educational background, their occupational background. There's all of that in there. It's a totality. But again, when it comes to sentencing, the primary things are obviously are the guidelines, and they are just that, guidelines. The judge has total discretion. If the judge goes outside the guidelines, typically they have to put on the record the reasons right. why. That's it. And they are very seldom ever challenged. Some are. You know, in, in the state of Pennsylvania, they're allowed to be challenged uh, by, the, the, by the prosecuting attorney or the defense attorney if they do not, again, put on the, the record why they deviated from. But it, that, that, that seldom ever happens. And again, with sex offenders, especially pedophiles, the odds are they're going to recommit. Thus, you get the lifetime supervision. So what should be our goal in these li in the people like this? Should it be to make sure they have adequate supervision, or should it be to keep them incarcerated for an extended period of time so they don't get a chance to uh, go back to the way they were living before? Well, again, you, you obviously in jail, uh, you know, that, that is the, the 100 percent they're not going to recommit unless they offend with an offender in jail. Right. I, I mean, and it's... But when you release them into the community, and, you know, most of our thinking is sooner or later you've got to let people out, even, you know, mass murderers at times are, are released when they're, when, when they're aged and decrepit and whatever. But that doesn't even mean that they, you know, would not repeat if they're a sex offender. 
I mean, there have been individuals who have been in prison for 30, 40, 50 years. They're let out because they are in their 60s, 70s, or 80s, and they've recommitted. Yeah. I've known that personally. It's just, it, it, it is something inculcated into their system, their psychology, which makes them an abhorrent human being. Do they do that in the federal system? Do you happen to know where the uh, reason from the deviation from standard guidelines has to be placed on the record? All I can recall is the similar thing I said to you. The guidelines, yes, are guidelines that they have to put on the record when they deviate. All right, we got you. Well, Tom, thanks for your call. Appreciate it. Yep, very much appreciate it. Thank you, sir. Thanks for calling in. Thank you, everybody who called today. Thank you, Joe, who came in four days this week. Boy, what a week. You're going to need the weekend off to rest. I think I should have it. All right. His retirement shortened week is over. His retirement lengthened weekend begins tomorrow. Ben Reikley will be in. This is WDK. Okay, Sunbury.